So then how do we not build our house on the sand, basically? How do we build our house on the rock? How do we build a firm foundation? Well, you can't if you don't see this, really, because you'll be sorting by the wrong thing. Okay. You know, you'll be sorting by... Yeah, there's things I want in life. I want to buy a house. But in the moment when there's just one cigarette left, or heaven forbid, none, you're not thinking about a house at all. You know, you're. so then you're going to be using your creative power toward a second master. And neither one of them gets you what you want. You know, it's like, the reason why smoking is perfect for all of this is because it's so, like, Obvious. even people that don't smoke know about the bullshit smokers tell themselves. You know, everyone's got a friend that's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to quit. Do ya? Trinity, then take it out of your mouth. Don't put it on your mouth. Don't light it. Don't, don't breathe it in. I'm like, yes, you're right. That is the technical description of quitting. <laughs> but, so I guess maybe ultimately it's just referring to that without a unified will, nothing really works out. But how do we get the unified will? Because that's what they're going to want to know. That's what I want to know. Well, the first thing is admitting that we're serving two masters. You know, it's like it's basically the steps of addiction. Mm -hmm. Like addiction is just an acute lesson in distraction. That's what I'm seeing. Because... Ultimately, distraction is just the false baseline. You're having traction in two separate and um, deviating but you can't. directions. You literally can't. No, you start doing the splits. Yeah, and, sure. I show that all the time in my little... And it becomes painful. Yeah, exactly. And so, <clears throat> we like to think I mean, it goes into everything because we have to tell ourselves so many lies and we have to tell ourselves that this is just a little pet thing of mine. It's just a little indulgence. So but it literally is taking us in an, an opposite direction yeah. of what we're saying we want. And this, you know what, this goes even deeper though, because babe, I run into this all the time with my clients. They don't trust what they want. What I mean by that is one of the justifications here is they'll go, well, and this is subconscious, but they'll go, well, I think I want, in our case, we think we want to live on this farm in that beautiful home we've chosen out, you know, but do we even know that's what's going to bring us joy? Mm -hmm. We don't even trust our ability to know what will bring us joy. And that's like, 
both of us have said before. Well, sure, I want to be successful and healthy and whatever, but if that means being busy, then... If that means giving up... If that means giving up... Netflix. Blank, blank, and blank. Then I don't really know. Netflix and cookies. Exactly. Do I really want that? Exactly. That's sweet. like yes, I want a family, but if that means having uncommitted casual sex with whoever and it's not whoever, then I don't really know. Is that even what I want? That's fucking Satan right there. That's the adversary right there. Because yeah. even just in our personal case, look at. We kind of did a little bit of that before we moved in together. You know, we'd get excited about it. We'd be like, I think what it'd be like to have our smoothies together every day, you know. We'd be in the kitchen, we could just hug and kiss and 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 then we would just then two minutes later we'd be finding some reason about yeah, but we don't even know what we'd be like living together. Maybe we wouldn't even get along and you know, but that was we we don't even trust our ability to know for ourselves what will make us really happy. And yet, it's really been right on. Well, yeah. But what if the mistrust is has some foundation in that that's just a little part of us signaling, you know, kind of hinting at that we're full of shit in our disparate desires, you know? Yeah. What if that's what the mistrust is based on, but we don't acknowledge that because we don't want our desires to be disparate. But, okay, so here's where we can really see this, and I hate this case trigger. Hold still for one fucking second. Okay, look at this. One of these ways, there's literally nothing. Okay? The, the two masters, what's the real choice? I knew that eating that cake and ice cream, the very best case scenario after the three minutes of it tasting sweet was was nothing. There was for sure not going to be a reward there. And there was a good chance there was going to be a punishment. So how, so doesn't that right there tell us what is the right choice? What does smoking lead to ever, right. ever? At the very, very, very best, Smoking leads to not dying soon. Exactly. Do you know? It's not a real thing. What do video games lead to? What does Netflix lead to? At, at its very best, it is actually only a distraction. Exactly. That's exactly right. It's, I think this is directly a part of the unsolvable problem because it's cyclical. Yes. Because... At the very best, smoking or sugar or random sex or alcohol or whatever, to me at the very best, it successfully distracts your mind from the fact that you don't really have what you want. Why don't you have really what, really have what you want? Because you're, you're constantly distracting yourself taking yourself you're using your creative power that would get you what you want to distract you from the fact that you don't have what you want you are 100 there is correct. no end and it is purgatory 
Is that all recorded? Yeah. Good. So. Holy shit. Yeah. So this clicks in my mind so much better. And I think that this is actually a big reason why I've had, you know, why I've had rebellion and whatever else. Because the good and evil do and don't morality stuff didn't really work in my mind. But this is like, you were created in the image of God. God is a creator. So you are a creator. You have stewardship of a certain amount of creative power. Dash potential. And potential. Ah. Now we come here and see what we're going to do with it. This is the parable of the talents. The guy that buries his talents in the ground, that's cyclical. There's nowhere it can go. It can't get any traction. It can't grow. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so we have so much creative power and we've seen in the celebrities and news and whatever, what happens when someone with an enormous amount of creative power and even quite focused, when they they direct it toward their numbing and their distraction, then people get hurt. They get hurt. They never never end up with what they want. Ever. Even if you get exactly like the ultimate fantasy of your distraction, it's not true still. It's not what you want. Ever. And you're not happy. Man. So to me, sorting by distraction just makes so much more sense. The people are going to say... How? How? Okay, because how is easy. Where does it lead? Is it a dead end? Then that's a distraction. If the very best you're ever going to get from it is temporary relief, yeah, right, and not dying, not punishment, that's not an end. That's not building anything. Yes, so... Actually, I'm glad I said that because the other way, the other signal, signifier is, is it true that you need blank to be okay? You might now because you're... Addicted. Neck deep. But but in real life. In real life, is that true? It feels true, though, in the moment, right? Right, but it's beyond, it feels true because we've screwed up our system. We have a false baseline, so now we've got our emotions hijacked by the distraction and addiction. And that totally goes back to that same thing. The thing that you feel like you can't live without is what's killing you. Exactly. Exactly. So, I need to smoke to be okay so then when you have cancer then that worked out you know and but not even anything as extreme as cancer but why is it not that I need to realize my highest potential 
to be okay. You know, I need to be moving toward the best version of myself to be okay. I kind of start, I kind of am feeling like that though, but that kind of means I'm not all the way there, but that's, that's where I, more and more of my time is like, this isn't really okay with me to be half-assing this, this, this purpose I have in the world of bringing things into, into human language and touching people on a level that they can be touched, like, it is irresponsible of me to do anything that would distract me from that, that would dilute that. Yeah. That's, that's a sin. It is a sin. It is a sin, mm-hmm. you know? But when we, you're, when we get into morality, things get squishy. Mm-hmm. So I really like this way of looking at it and of asking the question, where does this path lead? Well, and this is why actually I think that distraction is much more... I think that sin and distraction are much more synonymous. So there might be evil, which all evil is a sin, but what I'm saying here is also that not all sin is evil. Because sin meaning to miss the mark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you had two marks. Because you have dual vision. Because you're distracted. You're not focused. You don't have a single focal point. Because if you did then you'd hit the mark. So what if we go about our life thinking, am I going to sin against my own potential? Am I going to betray? Am I going to use my creative power to betray myself? That's what distraction actually is. Oh my gosh, this is good shit. Too bad we have to wake up. I love you. I love you.